Well, hey friend, I hope you are having a fantastic day. I have a question for you. Do you ever feel like you're pulled in a million different directions every day? What would it feel like if instead of being pulled in so many directions, you just had one central focus instead? Imagine knowing the exact one thing you were working on each day instead of trying to balance all the things. How much quicker could you make progress? How much more effective could you be if you weren't constantly overloading yourself with decisions of what to do with your time, energy, and money? On this episode, we are talking about goal clutter. I'm going to tell you what it is and give you tips on how to quickly conquer it for amazing clarity. Let's go. Welcome to Fruition Mindset, where it's all about mindset coaching for Christian entrepreneurs. Hey, I see you trying to get this thing to work for you, but feeling like you're struggling with decisions and stuck in doubt. You're afraid to commit, you feel like you have one foot in and one foot out, and you keep second guessing your every move. When I wanted to start my first business over 10 years ago, I was the same way. It didn't matter how many letters I had behind my name or what my credentials were, I never felt qualified. I'm Kayla Eggenberger, wife, mom, and daughter of the king, and I'm here to tell you that you can transform your mindset ditch doubt, and take confident action in your business. Your breakthrough is on the other side of letting go of all these fears you have around your business, finally saying yes and stepping into who God has created you to be and where he's calling you to go. If you're ready to develop the mindset you need to take the dreams and goals God has laid on your heart and bring them into fruition, you are in the right place. So fill up your favorite mug, grab your journal, and get ready to take some thoughts captive. I am so excited to dive into this topic of goal clutter. I don't know if I'm the first one to mention it. Probably not. I can't think of any other place where I've actually heard that term, but I feel like it's something that is pretty common. And so I'm sure that that has been used before or has been addressed before somewhere else. Before we dive in, I just want to say thank you for leaving reviews for this podcast. It helps so much with the growth and the reach and other people being able to listen and get what they need from it. I love this review from Catmark03, who says, For Christians, there is often a disconnect between our faith and professional lives. Fruition Mindset bridges that gap and reminds us how our faith works in our everyday lives. As a Christian pursuing a new profession, it felt as if Kayla was talking directly to me, telling me all those scriptures I hear on Sundays can and do apply to life, Monday through Friday. Her honest and authentic approach is a refreshing refocus to reframe your mindset and take action in faith. Fruition Mindset lets you know it's safe to take those first few scary steps because you don't walk alone. I love this review and I thank you so much. And if you are enjoying this podcast, please leave a review and it might be yours that I read on the show. Thanks again, Mark 3 Okay, so what in the world is goal clutter? Well, it's a lot like physical clutter, right? Except instead of being too much stuff or not enough space, it's too many well-intended goals shoved into too little time, energy, and focus. It's one of the main ways that I see high achievers set themselves up for failure and a way that we don't create what we want in our lives. The tricky thing about having goal clutter is that it seems like a good thing, right? Having a lot of goals and a lot of things that you want to do seems like such a good thing. 
But if we have too many goals, we have too many things, too many areas of focus that we become unfocused, then it becomes something that actually holds us back and keeps us stuck. Okay, so why is goal clutter so common? Like, how do we get it? How does it happen? How do we get here, basically? And there are a few different culprits. So one of them is all or nothing thinking, okay? I think about kind of at the beginning of the year when you decide that you want to kind of overhaul your life. Think about, say, around the new year, whenever you know you're going to take charge of your finances and you're going to start a new business and you're going to get fit and healthy and you're going to, you know, revive your marriage and you have all of these different things. You're going to completely just overhaul your life. It's like going to the buffet of goals and you just load up your plate with the best of intentions. But then when you get back to the table, you realize that your eyes were bigger than your stomach and you can't eat it all. If you're anything like me in the times that you've done this, both in the eating and whenever it comes to, say, New Year's resolutions or New Year's goals, you start out, you know, like gangbusters which I don't even know where that term comes from. That's something my mom says. <laughs> Hopefully it's not offensive. I don't know. Um, but you start out like really strong and then you fizzle out, right? You crash and burn. I've done this over and over and over again. So I'm speaking from experience. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, I mean, and that's all or nothing thinking. It's like, I have to overhaul everything. And especially, you know, this can be your whole life, right? Like I just mentioned, like so many different areas of life. But this could also just be in your business. So if you have an online business, especially, this might look like thinking that you're going to post on social media every day. You're going to start a membership site. You're going to start coaching. Maybe you need to make a webinar. Maybe you're going to also do email marketing and learn how to make a catchy, like catchy graphics. Um, maybe start a podcast, start a blog, build a website, create a brand, do like 15 exercises on your ideal avatar, create a course, create a freebie or lead magnet. And then that's just for your business, right? I'm getting exhausted just saying all those things. And it may be that you don't have an online business. Maybe you have, you know, a um, an in-person brick and mortar type business, whatever it is that you are working on and you feel like you need to do all the things at once. Thinking that you need to do all the things leads to feeling overwhelmed, right? Shocker. <laughs> we know this, but at the same time, sometimes we just need to hear it. And what happens when we're overwhelmed is a lot of times we shut down. We actually stay stuck. We actually get distracted. We don't make progress on any of the things. We get easily confused because we lack focus, we lack direction, and our result is that things remain undone. One analogy that I love for this is like trying to drive 20 cars at once. Imagine you have 20 cars and you have to move them from, you know, from one place to another. And it's not even very far. Say it's just down the road, but you keep switching cars. So you get in one car and you drive like two feet and then you get out and you go to another car and you drive that car like a foot. And then you get out and you drive another car like a foot and you keep switching cars. Think about how long it's going to take you to move those 20 cars to where they need to be down the street. Versus if you got in one car and you drove that car to the end of the street, completed it, maybe you have to walk back, but then you got the next car and drove it across, right? It's a much more effective way of approaching the things you want to do, even if there are 20 goals that you have, right? Even if there are 20 cars that you need to get moved, 
it's still more effective than trying to do all the move all the cars essentially at one time because we really can't. We really can't do them at one time. Instead, what we're doing is giving each of them a little bit of focus, like trying like getting in different cars and driving them only a foot or two. Okay, so one of the big culprits of goal goal clutter is this all or nothing thinking, thinking we have to do all the things. Another one, the second one is goal collecting. And these are basically setting goals that aren't yours. There are other people's goals that sound good to you. And that's a really common source of goal clutter. So I'll give you an example. I love to read. I am a reader. I'm always reading a book. Actually, I have a three book method where I'm usually reading more like three books. I'm going to share my three book method on one of the quick tip Tuesdays. So be looking for that if you're interested. But I saw where one person was like, you know what? I'm going to read one book per week. So 52 books by the end of the year. And I thought, you know what? That's a good goal. I think I'll try to do that too. And I didn't take into consideration all the other things I was trying to do in my life at the time. I didn't take into consideration why I would want to do that. (laughs) I mean, I was already reading a lot. It's not like I needed some, you know, reading goal to incentivize me to read. But it just sounded good. It sounded like, oh yeah, a, a book a week. That sounds great. The next thing I know, I'm focusing on this reading goal that really has no purpose. Not only that, I'm falling short of the reading goal because I haven't thought about how it really fits into the rest of my life. And so now I'm just spending time feeling bad about not doing the reading. <laughs> and we do this to ourselves. This is what I mean about setting ourselves up for a failure. But sometimes we we do, we collect goals. Um, I used to do this with fitness goals. You know, you see some online challenge where maybe somebody is doing like, so many burpees per day, or somebody is doing um, drinking a gallon of water a day for however many days, whatever it is, just these little things that pop up and you're like, oh yeah, that sounds like a good idea. And the next thing you know, you're adding this to your life without taking the time to really think, okay, what am I being called to do in this season? What is really important for me to be focusing on right now? And basically, what are the tactics, the actual things I need to do to make these bigger goals happen? We get goal clutter in the same ways that we get physical clutter. We get it from maybe seeing a trend, um, just like you would see a fashion trend and feel like, oh, okay, I need to get uh, those shoes or I need to get that shirt. And they don't ever quite really fit us right. And they didn't really work for our body type or our style, but now we still have them in our closet two years later, and they don't really work, and we haven't really been wearing them, and yet we feel bad for having them. It's just a reminder of like failure, but it's sitting there in our closet. Sorry, you guys, I'm a little bit passionate about this because I've experienced it quite often. Or there have been other people that have told us, hey, you should do this thing, you know, and they have the best of intentions. It's like whenever somebody's like, hey, like, here's the shirt. They give you a shirt that maybe they don't want anymore, or they give you, you know, whatever it is, a lamp that they no longer like. And they're like, you know what? This would look good in your house. And you don't really take the time to evaluate like, oh, would this really look good in my house? Or do I really want this? <laughs> but instead, you know, you just kind of take it on. We do that with goals sometimes, especially whenever it comes to business goals and it comes to like online business stuff. We look at what other people are doing in their businesses and we think, oh, well, maybe I should do that. Maybe that should be, you know, one of my goals. Or um, or we get a lot of information from listening to a lot of different experts and gurus telling us that, 
we have to do this or we have to do that. You know, you have to be doing TikToks or Reels or whatever the latest thing is. And a lot of times the information is conflicting. So it's, you know, run ads, don't run ads. And that actually leads to the third culprit of goal clutter, which is avoiding decisions. You know, um, we have all these things that we know are important or that we want to do or we think are important, right? Some of them actually aren't important. We just think they're important. And we don't know which one is more important, you know? And this this can be specifically on our business with a, a bunch of things, or it can be across life, you know? It's like, okay, well, you know, should I be focusing on my health or should I be working on my marriage? You know, should I be getting out of debt or should I be starting my business? You know, it's like, you just want to scream, ah, both, like both, all are, both are important. All are important. And you just can't or don't want to decide what to focus on. You know, it's like whenever we talked about all the things um, a few minutes ago, where there's so many different things, it's like trying to figure out what you should spend your time, energy, and money on in your business and more broadly your life. So, you know, specifically for your business, it could be, should I spend time on social media or creating content or making connections in online groups? You know, which one should I do? And so what happens is you sit down to quote, do some work. And because you aren't clear on what your goal is, you are facing too many choices of what to do. And so you end up watching YouTube videos. Oh, or is that just me? (laughs) I end up watching YouTube videos. You may end up doing something else. Uh, A lot of times also, if I'm working at home, that's whenever I will let home stuff distract me from actually doing what I need to do in my business. Because I didn't have the clarity of where to spend my time, effort, and energy, I end up allowing myself to be distracted. I think one of the reasons that we do this, that we let goal clutter um, become a problem is because we fear that if we go all in and really focus on one thing or even just a couple of things, that it will be to the detriment of everything else. But I want to offer that that's just not true. Like, yes, there are some things that will need adjustments and you may see some temporary drops in other areas, but... Not only will you start seeing awesome results in those very few or even one area of focus, that progress will help you develop positive changes in other areas as well. And you may be like, what? That's crazy. Like, no way. But I see it over and over again with my clients. We will work and focus on one area of life. And it is not long before they start reporting huge improvements in other areas of their lives that we literally have never even talked about. How is this possible? Well, you may have heard that how you do one thing is how you do everything. And I don't know if that's true across the board, but there definitely is some truth to it. So once you start thinking differently, that shift in thinking and that clarity that you get, it doesn't only affect that one area of your life. You actually start to see things more clearly in all areas of your life, even if you aren't actively trying to change them. You also start to see significant progress in that one area and that creates momentum. So you start to feel differently and show up differently. But once again, it's not confined to only one area of life. So it's kind of like when you go back to driving the cars, right? You get in the car and you take one car from where it is to where it needs to be. And then you have this feeling of like, oh, like it's actually not that hard to drive a car from here to there. I'm capable of doing it. And so you do that, you go back and you drive another car, right? To 
from where it is to where it needs to be. And you start to look at the other cars and you start to see how much easier it is to actually get them where they need to be. And you feel more capable of getting them from where they need to be versus whenever you are switching cars constantly and only getting, um, you know, three feet every time. So you can kind of start to see how that changes your perspective and the way that you see other areas of your life actually starts to shift just from the progress that you created in that one area. And also you eliminate the constant decisions, confusion, and overwhelm, which creates more time and energy. So whenever you're over here trying to figure out what car to drive constantly, or you're sitting down at your desk and you're trying to figure out what to do, like once you have zeroed in and created either just a couple of areas of focus or even one area of focus, your capacity to do things actually increases because you're not wasting all the time and energy constantly trying to switch back and forth from doing this to doing that. You literally just have more time and energy because you're no longer wasting your time and your energy. So when you think about it, it's not all that surprising. So if you are someone that feels like this, where you don't know what to focus on, you don't know what to work on in your business, or maybe you're trying to do the overhaul your life thing, or you've got several areas of life that you feel need improvement, I want to encourage you to really pare it down, really pare it down, not forever, like not forever. We're not just saying, oh, we're never going to do these things. Now, some of the goal clutter stuff, you may want to get rid of that forever. But those of us that are high achievers, like we have a lot of goals, a lot of things we want to accomplish in our lives. And it may be that we accomplish them all, but just not at the exact same time. We can drive all of our cars from point A to point B where they need to be, but we just can't do it all at once. And so I want to encourage you to decide what cars you want to drive, like which ones are the most important right now. If you're not sure, I suggest, first of all, that you pray about it. Ask God what you need to focus on in this season of your life. And be willing to hear the answer. Be willing to hear an answer that maybe you don't necessarily like or expect at first. Be open to what he tells you. Colossians 3.2 says to set your minds on things that are above, not on things that are on earth. And I don't know about you, but sometimes whenever I'm in in the thick of life, sometimes I'm really focused on just what's in front of me, right? Like what I need to do right now, meaning like fires that are going on. Those aren't really goals for one thing. Um, That's, you know, living a really reactive life. But sometimes I am focused on things that are on earth. I'm not seeing the big picture and I'm not setting my minds on things that are above. And so praying about that, asking God what you need to focus on in this season, being willing to hear the answer is the first thing I would do. Next, I would think really carefully about whose advice you're going to listen to and heed. And I suggest that you pray about this as well. If you are in the online business space or, you know, really any space where you have a lot of, um, a lot of experts, a lot of gurus, a lot of advertisements for all these things that you need, having discernment of who to listen to and what to actually do is super important. So I recommend asking that God bring the right teachers, advisors, and coaches and information to you, and that he gives you that wisdom and discernment when it comes to who to listen to and what actions to take. And then the third piece of advice I have is to develop your decision-making skills. 
as you develop those decision-making skills, those decision-making muscles, um, you're, you're less likely to be super influenced by shiny objects that you don't really need or advice from, you know, from experts that it doesn't really fit well with you. You're less likely to be distracted by the things that don't serve you and don't serve the purpose for your focus right now. Because not only do you know why you've made the decisions that you've made, which helps keep you on track, having those strong decision-making skills helps you be able to evaluate things that are coming into your life and be able to know if they are something that fits with your focus right now, if they need to just be discarded or what to do with them. Maybe they need to go somewhere for later. So it's kind of like, you know, once you know your style, you know what kind of clothes you love to wear and you feel fantastic in in this season of your life, then whenever somebody tries to give you, you know, a sweater vest (laughs) and it does not work with what you're, you know, what you've got going on, then, you know, you can politely say, well, thank you, but you know that that's going into the donate pile as soon as that person walks away. Or maybe it's something that you actually would wear, but it doesn't go with your wardrobe right now. And so you say, okay, I'm going to put that away for another time. I love to learn. And so, you know, there are certain courses, especially whenever it comes to online business in a variety of different areas that I would love to take. And some of them that I know that I will take, but I also know that right now is not the right time for some of them. There's a difference between not pursuing something because you're afraid of doing it or afraid of um, investing the money, especially whenever I'm thinking about like online courses or something like that, versus recognizing that this is not the right time in my business to do this. Like this is not what my business needs right now at this moment. Um, This would be better suited for six months from now. You know, whenever I was just starting out, there were times where something would come into my awareness. I'd be like, oh, that's a great idea. And I would go and invest my time and money and most importantly, my energy um, in things that I wasn't really ready for. So as you develop your decision-making skills, it really helps you be able to decide quickly and easily what to do with things that come on your radar. I find Proverbs 3, 6 to be really encouraging. It says, in all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. And so whenever it comes to decisions and decision making, if you struggle with that, as you know from previous podcasts, if you've listened, this is something that I can help you with. But above all, like if you just acknowledge God, right? If you just acknowledge him in what you're trying to do, he will make straight your paths. So you don't have to know every little thing. And furthermore, you don't have to do every little thing like we talked about in the beginning. It's super comforting to me that to know that I don't have to know everything or even do everything. But whenever I acknowledge him and I commit my effort and my work to him, that he is there to help me. Does it mean that I will get everything right? Every decision just right? Every move just right? No, (laughs) it doesn't. But I also know that God can take those mistakes and he can straighten them out to where I still get the car to where it needs to be. If you could use some extra help getting clarity and direction in this season of your life and your business, I want to invite you to schedule a breakthrough blueprint consultation. These are complimentary aka free, and you can find the link to grab your spot um, down below in the podcast description. All right, friend, I hope you have an amazing day and we'll talk soon. Bye.
Hey, thank you so much for listening and for hanging out with me today. If this podcast has blessed you in some way, I would love for you to share it with a friend and leave a review on iTunes. When you leave a review, it helps the podcast grow and reach more people. Thanks again, and we'll talk soon. Thank you.